You're listening to The Social Dentist with Dr. Desiree Yazdan, marketing, branding, and building an online community to help you grow your business as a healthcare professional. Featured on the Emmy Award-winning daytime talk show, The Doctors, and America's business magazine, Forbes, Dr. Yazdan gives you insight on how she's cracked the code to social media and how to use it as a way to make your business more profitable. And now, Dr. Yazdan. Hey there, friends. How's it going? It is almost March of 2020, and I love March. I love springtime, and more importantly to me, uh, I love March because it's my birthday. My birthday's coming up. It's on the 12th. I am just a big fan of birthdays, and I like to celebrate everyone's birthday, and I like to make a big deal out of everyone's birthday. It's just who I am, so I'm excited. Anyway, welcome to episode 30 of The Social Dentist. I'm your host, Dr. Yazdan, and in this episode, we're going to be talking about how to get everything done. So I want to talk to you about how to get it all done, meaning how to get everything done like your social media, your personal life, your workouts, while you're working and while you're growing your business and while you're managing your business. Before I had my baby, I had this down to a T. I was so productive all of the time. And I mean, there wasn't a minute in my day that I wasn't being efficient. That all changed when I had my baby. So for the first few weeks, I could not seem to get anything done. I actually wondered how I was ever going to keep up with the podcast or get back to work or anything. I think that actually, if you guys can hear, that's my baby now in the background. I have to record these episodes while she's with me. So you guys might hear her from time to time. And I think this is why the transition was so hard for me as a new mom, because I just couldn't seem to get anything done. For example, I had a routine for my social media post. I had a routine for putting everything together. I had a system for doing my numbers at work each month so that I can analyze my business. And I had a system for for creating these podcast episodes. And then I had the baby and bam, she took up all my time and I couldn't get anything done. So for those of you who have had kids, you know exactly what I mean. I had to relearn how to get everything done because now as a new mom, I had somebody who was dependent on me completely. And when she needed me, she needed 100% of me. It was super difficult and it took a few weeks, but... I got it back and I'm excited to share this with you because now I have a whole new understanding of what it's like to be truly busy and how to get things done even when there's kids in the mix and other things in the mix. We all talk about how busy everybody is and how they don't have time to do all the things that they want to do. So one of the ways to get more time, and yes, there are ways to get more time, is to get your priorities straight. So you make sure you're spending your time on the things that you want to be spending your time on. When you do that, you'll start to notice that you have a lot more time because you're not wasting time doing things that you don't necessarily want to do in the long term. So one thing I like to think about is I say no to a lot of things. A lot of people will ask me, you know, for example, my friends will ask me to go out to lunch and I say no to a lot of lunch dates. And the reason I do that is because I know that if I'm saying yes to something, then I'm saying no to something else. So I always keep that in mind and I have to make sure that my priorities are in the right place and that every day I am working on things that are my priorities and not things in the moment. 
So I'm going to share with you what I do, and then you can take that and make it your own. But it has served me very well, and that's why I want to share it with you. So first of all, like I said, it all comes down to your priorities. So last week on the podcast, I talked to you about the compound effect. So making decisions each day that will move you forward. And if you haven't listened to that episode, I encourage you to go back and do so. That's going to be episode 29. So like I said before, you need to choose what your priorities are. What is important to you? If you look at your life one year from today, what do you want to make sure that you have accomplished? And then think of all the little steps that it will take to add up to that. So what are the things that you must do and what are your non-negotiables? And by non-negotiables, I mean non-negotiables when it comes to things you must do and things that you never want to do. I want you to map those out. One of the things that I want to offer is this idea that there is actually no such thing as balance and it shouldn't be an attempt for us to try to create balance. A lot of you ask me about a balanced life, and the truth is, I personally don't aim for a completely balanced life. I don't necessarily think that having a balanced life is having the best life, where everything gets equal attention and everything runs very smoothly all of the time, and everything gets just enough attention to be mediocre. That's kind of how I look at it. If you have a balanced life, everything is just getting barely enough attention, and then things are just mediocre. So that's not what I want in my life. And I know that when I am succeeding at one thing, I'm kind of failing at another. So the way I like to prioritize is that I like to choose certain times of the year to prioritize certain things. And I like to choose certain times in my life to prioritize other things. So maybe right now my priority is my baby. It actually is my baby. I'm holding her and rocking her to bed. And in a few months from now, it will be my business. Of course, the baby is always going to be a priority, but I will spend more time giving attention to another area of my life too. The area that I really want to get results from is the area that I'm going to focus my number one priority on. And when I think of the things that I need to get done, I like to break it down by a week. So every Sunday, I write in a notebook the things that I need to get done that week. I actually love this tradition. It helps clear my mind. I sleep so well throughout the nights because, well, I mean, you know, when I'm not up with the baby. But anyways, I get good sleep because I'm not thinking of a thousand things I have to do. I have it all mapped out. I have the days that I'm going to do everything. And it's kind of a no-brainer. So when I wake up in the mornings, you know, I get to look at my notebook and think, okay, besides going into work and working in my office, these are the other things that I need to get done today. I literally write everything down on a piece of paper. So for some reason, writing it down makes it so much easier to get accomplished for me. And you should try doing the same thing, actually writing it down on a piece of paper and not just in your phone or something, physically writing it down on paper. And then I love to cross it off my list. I put these huge check marks or I cross things off my list as I get them done and it feels so good. And then at the end of the week, when I've gotten everything done, I put a big star at the top of the page, meaning I don't need to go back and look at that page anymore. It's done. So I write down every single thing that I need to do throughout the week. So for example, I write down my laundry, I write down my meal prep, my grocery shopping, preparing podcast notes, social media content, exercising, stretching, playing the piano. I even write down things like when I'm going to bathe my dog. I write it all down and then I schedule it in. 
I pick the day of the week that I'm going to work on each thing and I write it down. The thing is my schedule is always changing and my work schedule is always changing. And now, especially with a baby, I don't have a life where, for example, every Monday, 8 a.m., I can accomplish this specific task. I used to have that, but I don't have that anymore in this season of my life. So I simply pick the day I will work on something and then I schedule it in. Even silly things like when I will wash my hair. That seems like a lot of detail, but it's actually quite an ordeal to wash my hair. It takes like, you know, 30 minutes to wash it in the shower and then another like 45 minutes to blow dry it or curl it or whatever I'm doing. So it's quite a task. It takes a big chunk of time. And now I've got to make sure that my husband's home to watch the baby when I do it. So it's kind of an ordeal. So I've got to pencil it in. The point is I share this with you because I get into that amount of detail in this notebook. What I've learned is that if it's not written down, I don't get it done. So I make sure I write down everything I need to do that week. Even things like spending quality time with my husband. He sees it in my notebook sometimes and he laughs at me and he's like, oh my gosh, are you seriously penciling me into your schedule? And he thinks it's ridiculous, but I laugh because it's the best way for me to get things done. And if I'm, you know, batching three or four podcast episodes that day and my husband wants to hang out, you know, it's not going to work out. Something's got to give. So I've got to pencil it in so I can make sure that I also prioritize my marriage. Same goes true with my social media content. I schedule in the times I need to work on it. And it's a priority because it helps bring income into my business. If you're in my program, Grow With The Gram, you will know that I actually spend one full day each month to create all my content. And I actually teach my exact steps in the program. I lay out my entire strategy, my framework, and everything in the program. And the reason I choose just one day a month is because, well, I'm busy and so are you. And so are my Grow With The Gram members. So it's easier to spend one day doing it all and having everything ready to go than to try to post every day on the fly. So if you want to map out the time that you spend working on your social media, I suggest you put that in your calendar. It needs to be a priority if you actually want to get it done. Now, when I'm choosing the days to get things done, I think of how it will fit into my day. So if I know I have a really long day at work, I won't schedule an intense workout session after, or I won't schedule to create my podcast content because it won't serve me well. If I'm exhausted, there's only so much I could do. So I'm realistic with what I can get done. So if I have a really, really hard long day at work, maybe that night I'm just going to do laundry and wash my hair. And if I have an easier day, then I will pack in more difficult stuff that take more brain power or are more physically demanding of me. When I put things down on my little notebook and then I assign a day to get it done, It's like making an appointment. So I make an appointment with myself to get the stuff done. And I know the difference between things that are important and the things that are not. For example, if the phone rings, some people think that it's urgent and you have to attend to it right away and you need to answer the phone call or at least check who it is. But to me, it's not necessarily important. It's not important for me to answer every phone call. Now, if I'm expecting a phone call, that's one thing. But if somebody just calls me, I don't always answer. One of the things people really know about me is that I don't always answer my phone. I'm not really the type to chat on the phone, so they'll text me. But even then, if I'm doing something, I don't check the text until my free time. It's not something that I react to. So when I hear my phone ring, I don't think, oh my gosh, I must answer the phone immediately. Who is this? What do they need? Is it important? 
I simply just let it ring or I silence it. Yet I watch people do this. Their phone rings like you could be right in the middle of a conversation with somebody talking about something and their phone rings and they completely neglect your conversation and go to the phone, making it more important because it seems urgent and it seems more urgent than the conversation that they're having with you. Now, they may not answer the phone. They may just see who it is and say, oh, I don't need to answer it. And then they come back to the conversation. But in that moment, they've made that ring be more important than that conversation with you. I'm always curious about what if you just finish the conversation that you're having with your friend and then later went to the phone and saw who it was and responded to it. That's kind of what I do. I finish the conversation and when I'm done with that person, then I will go to my phone, see who it is and respond. So when I decide I'm going to work on something, for example, we'll take this podcast outline. I don't sit on my computer and start checking Facebook. I don't check my emails. I literally sit down, open up my laptop, open up Microsoft Word and start creating my outline. If my phone rings, I don't answer it. And I give myself a time frame. I give myself, let's say about 30 minutes. I give myself a 30 minute appointment to get this outline done and nothing can disrupt me. Now, obviously, if the baby starts crying in the middle of that, that's a little different. That's urgent. And she's so little right now. I can't just let her cry it out. I have to attend to her. But besides that, even if someone calls me from work, I don't answer. I'll get back to them later because in that moment, what's important is getting that outline done. That appointment that I booked with myself is important to me. So I don't respond to things unless they are super urgent and they're actually urgent. If you are always responding to things, then that means that you haven't planned things out enough. My advice is to make sure that when you make an appointment for yourself, that you're spending time doing what's actually important, not your busy tasks. So be very intentional with your time. If you're sitting down, spending the time to create social media content, actually do the work. Don't waste time browsing Instagram. It's not your me time. It's the time you need to work even if it's responding to your direct messages or your comments. If you give yourself 15 minutes and only spend that 15 minutes responding to comments or DMs, you will be surprised how much you can get done with that time. For me, even if it's a Friday at 1 p.m. and I have an appointment with myself to write a podcast outline and get more stuff done, if my best friend calls that morning and says, hey, let's meet for lunch at 1, I will literally tell her I can't at 1, but I can meet you around 2.30 or something like that. And if she can't meet at 2.30, I won't push my appointment back with myself to meet her. Now, this does create some FOMO. It is true. I do feel like a lot of times I'm missing out on stuff. But like last week's episode, the compound effect, the compound effect is more important to me than missing a lunch with my friend. We'll just schedule another appointment another time. Because I know what will happen if I do push back the appointments with myself. I'll meet my friend for lunch. Then after lunch, she'll want to go shopping and I will want to join her. And then by that time that I get home, I'll have to feed the baby and play with her and maybe cook dinner for my husband. And by the time I get another stretch of time, I'm going to be exhausted and my quality of work will not be as good. So I won't break appointments with myself for anything. Remember, if you listen to last week's episode, I always keep that compound effect in mind. I also think of it as a sign of respect for myself and the things that I want to get done in my life. And I honor that time that I scheduled for myself because it means that I'm putting myself first. I'm putting my business first. I'm putting my goals first. And that's why I see it as respecting myself. Now, it may seem like, man, I'm always on a schedule And do I ever get time to enjoy my life? And the answer is yes. I have so much free time. 
Because when I get my stuff done and when I know when I'm actually supposed to get things done, then I can schedule in the free time. I can do whatever I want. I get to sit down and watch a movie if I want to. I can go to the beach and spend a day at the beach if I want to. I can do, I can go to lunch with my friends, go shopping, whatever it is. And when I'm doing those things, my mind is clear. So yes, I have plenty of free time. And what I found is that scheduling the time to get things done allows me to have this free time. But it also allows me to enjoy my free time even more because when I have my free time, then I know that it's actually free time. I don't have to get anything done. Nothing's lingering in the back of my mind. And everything that I was supposed to do that day has already been done. It's all scheduled in. I don't have to worry about it. So if growing your business is important to you and you're like me and you use social media to market your business which is what I'm assuming is what you're doing since you're listening to this podcast episode, then you have to schedule the time to get your content together. You have to make it a priority. It's the only way it's going to work. It's definitely a priority for me. And I do set time aside each month to work on it and each quarter to kind of map out the important things for that quarter and each year to kind of figure out my goals. So that, my friends, is how I get so much done. And the secret... The secret is writing it all down. So it might seem like work is always my priority, but at other times I may switch those priorities. At times my family is my number one priority. That is my time to focus on my family. And I'm not going to spend a lot of time working on my business, but I'm very conscious and deliberate about those things. So when I had my baby, I had it planned out that that was my intention. My my goal was to spend that time with my newborn, to spend the time, you know, with my family and to spend the holidays enjoying the holidays and come January, it's all about the business. Of course, family is important too, but the business is going to be more important. I don't try and keep everything balanced as I mentioned earlier. Because when I try to keep everything balanced all the time, I feel like I'm never making any momentum or any progress and I don't get full results with either one of them. So that's why I choose something and I go for it. Does that make sense? So think about a result that you want right now and figure out what your priority needs to be and get a notebook and write it down in there. I swear writing it down makes it so, so easy to make it actionable. I also keep the notebook near my bed at night because sometimes I wake up and I have an idea or I have something that I need to do and I write it on that to-do list. And when it comes time to make my list of priorities that Sunday, I look at it, I look at my to-do list and I pick things from there to get done. It also helps so that I don't forget anything because I used to wake up at night and be like, oh, I really, really need to get this done. And then come morning, I would totally forget. And then a week later, I'd remember again. And then the next morning, I'd forget again. So having a notebook by my bed and every time something pops into my head in the middle of the night, I just write it down. The point of this is that it all comes down to making the conscious decision to make an appointment with yourself. So making time to make things a priority and not getting distracted by things that are not important. It comes down to being intentional with your time. And again, keeping the compound effect in mind. All right, friends, that is all I have for you today. I am hoping that after this episode, you feel inspired to pencil in time for your business, for your social media, and make social media a priority for your business and in your life. If you want more details of how to grow your business using social media, you can get tons of value out of my free masterclass by going to growwithagram.com and you can register there. 
That's the freebie for today. I love this masterclass so much. It is loaded with valuable info, so make sure to check it out. I'm also going to link it in the show notes for you. So if you are driving or you're doing something fun, then check back in the show notes and I will have it linked there. I'll be back next week with another episode for you. Next week, we're going to be talking about haters on social media. So the people that just love to hate on you and the people that slip into your DMs or in your comments and say nasty things and what you could do about it. So make sure to tune in. I'll catch you there same time, same place next week on the Social Dentist Podcast. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to The Social Dentist with Dr. Desiree Yazdan. Download your free Instagram guide for healthcare professionals at www.dryazdan.com forward slash Instagram guide. If you'd like to reach out to Dr. Yazdan, you can do so on Instagram at Dr. Yazdan. That's D-R-Y-A-Z-D-A-N. Till next time.